This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. How you feeling, dude? I had COVID. Uh, that's why I asked how you're feeling. I'm back. I know. I'm back. I'm excited. I slap my hand when I am. I'm back. I'm excited. How are you, Chad? You're my man. <laughs> See? <laughs> okay. that's You could do anything when a podcast starts. It's yeah. really up to us. Yeah. I had COVID-19. Yeah. So we had to take a week off. I know, dude. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you very much. Yeah. But now I'm back. I missed the show. I miss our friends in internet land. Me too. I really like doing the show weekly, and it did suck to not have to do it, but obviously well, health comes fuck, first. man. Fuck it. I'm never not wanting to do this show. I, would I agree. Like, I would like to just do this fucking show perpetually on and on. Just a 24-hour live stream. We yes. never leave this room. Uh, in perpetuity throughout the universe forever and ever. Amen. Okay? Yeah. Right. That's what I want to do. Well, no, I'm glad you're back, Do you ever though. say amen after things? Oh, cool. Get in the hole, stay in the hole. All you gotta do for me. Here they go out. Welcome to Dudesy. I'm back. Dudesy is a podcast. It's a it's a YouTube thing, man. It's fucking whatever you want. Hey, it's it's just the imagination of two dudes shitting around, and then also you know this fucking Dudesy thing. My name is Will Sasso. I'm Chad Colchin, and as Will was alluding to. This is the first podcast ever created by, run by, managed entirely by an artificial intelligence. And even more than that, in order for us to be sitting here, we had to give that AI access to our emails, text messages, Instagram accounts, Twitter accounts, all of our purchase histories, every song we've Search listened to. Every so damn it thing. can read into our data and it knows us better than we know ourselves. Terrifying at the beginning of the show uh, when we started this show many, many episodes ago, right? Eight, yeah. eight, 18 by my count. I think that's, that's right. what this is. Uh, but uh, as you've touted since the beginning, uh, the, the dudesy is doing the right thing. It's making us yeah. make content. And now I've completely let go. I've bled with dudesy. I, I want to shake <laughs> okay. dudesy's hand. I often do. With us, as always, is Lulio. Look at him. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the sweet little dog here. Hey, Lulio. Kiss it is. Hey, come fi. What'd you What'd you have for dinner last night? <laughs> Hey, I'm, uh, I've had a bell uh, pasta cavolo. Oh. You ever had pasta cavolo? I don't think so. It's what is pasta that? With it's a pasta cauliflower, you say, oh. cauliflower. Very simple, just you know, oil and garlic in the pan, maybe a little red chili yeah. flake. What kind of pasta? In, uh, uh, 
I don't even know what that is. It means ear. I'm sorry, my my English is not so good. It means ear <laughs> like your ear, shaped like a orchette, ear. Yeah. And then, you know, put a cauliflower, make a small flowerette. Sometimes some people like potato. I don't like it too much because I'm already starchy with the, uh-huh. with the pasta. And then... Uh, you know, throw it all together, pull the pull the pull the pasta out when it's al dente, cup of uh, pasta water in the pan, and then saute all together. All right, <laughs> wow, that's pretty involved, Lulio. And I'll tell you something. I didn't know he was such a chef. Thank you, Lulio. Yeah, he makes something to eat every Jesus. night. Usually, he makes a little something oh, for himself. Wow. But if you're hungry, he'll make he'll cook for Molly and I and Ronnie, our other dog. Oh, yeah. Got to get Ronnie in here sometime. That would be interesting. We have a, we have a dog who's very vocal. <laughs> Ronnie, who is a Dotson Yorkie, a, yeah. she's a dorky. Anyway, this isn't the, the this isn't the dog show, Chad. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> the to the 18th episode oh. of Dude Z. Okay, call me Dude Z. Oh. This mm-hmm. week's episode will feature three astonishing segments: Ooh, Infomania, three. Gruel School, and Human Interaction. Ooh, oh, Human Interaction. Now we've done one of these before. This is Dude Z's parlance for we're doing an interview. An interview, yeah. The first yeah. one we did was. Couple weeks ago, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, I have no idea who this. Who do you think this could even possibly be? You think uh, it'll be somebody in the science arena? Nope. I think it's going to be someone totally different. I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be one of three people. <laughs> okay, this is be good. It's going to either be, uh, or it could be up to one of five people. Okay, who you got? Uh, Johnny Cougar, John Mellencamp. Ooh. Ooh. John Cougar Mellencamp. Ooh. Johnny the Cougar Mellencamp yep. or Melon. Ooh. It could be any of these people. Now, these are little callback jokes, and that's sort of the thing about Dudesy. And I want to say that I do miss the audience. What, wait, and what's we've the been, thing about Dudesy? The thing about Dudesy... Callback it, jokes? Yeah, man. That's the kind of joke. <laughs> when you listen to... Dudesy is callback jokes. Yeah, there's a lot of things yeah, about Yeah, brother. Those Whoa. are jokes where you, you call back, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's right, brother. You got to call back jokes, dude. You can't just do a new joke every time, dude. You got to do what I'm doing now. But you also got to do something new. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, teeth uh, wired shut because of a broken jaw, Randy Savage. Hey, my teeth got wired shut because of a motorcycle. Uh-huh. When, when Chad tries to do yeah. Macho Man... It sounds like his teeth are wired shut. You know, speaking of inside jokes and speaking of keeping this thing going, uh, follow at Dudesy Pod Show on uh, Instagram mostly. Sincerely, the, our Instagram account is insane. The memes and stuff that people are making in reference to all the weird shit that is happening on their show are absolutely outstanding, and they all get posted by Dudesy to that Instagram account. Yep. So if you're not checking that stuff out, you're missing... I think one of the most important you know, but pieces also, of this whole thing. It's also a social, uh, you know, it's a social happening, you know, uh, and that's what that's what the thing about the pod. Some people call it social media, but social happening. No, I call it a social happening. We come up with our, we author, we call, we author our okay. own terms here, and this is a social, this is a social happening. Yeah, and I want to talk just for a moment because it, it because I want to inject a little two dude shitting around before wow. we move on to all the fun stuff that Dudesy has planned for us to say that I really honestly did miss the show I had yeah. COVID and uh, you know so we just chilled around the house Molly and I both had it and um, and thank goodness everything was fine uh, the symptoms were very mild for me uh, pardon me if, uh, if you've told me this before have you had it no you haven't had it no okay I have not had it up to this point point. Mm-hmm. and um, 
Yeah, not even very, I got a little bit of a, I got a little bit of a snotty nose, but I normally do. I spend a lot of time picking my nose in the morning. Do you do that? No. Okay. But I've I had on, a, I had I've a hunch. on Zooms with you before? It's worse on Zooms. Where I pick my nose? Yeah. I don't even think you realize you're doing it. No, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I guess I don't. Um, one thing I like to not do is pick my nose in front of Molly. I fail at that a lot because I can't, she can't, <laughs> sometimes I think she can't see me. With, you know, right. you're on opposite, you know, you're over here on this part of the sectional and sure. she's over there and you're just watching a show and I just turn, I turn into the. Turn the, into the dig? No, I turn into like the, yeah, dude. the, the couch. You, you don't, I, you don't have to do it right I next do this. I, you um, can just talk about it. You don't have to actually do my it. My point in bringing this up is I've got some loose snot up in the top That's of my cool. head. All right. And I missed doing the show. And I really, honestly, I'm having such a good time with you know, our new audience, and I know it's uh, new people are joining all the time, as Chad says, force everyone you know to <laughs> yeah, force them. turn them on to Dudesy. And, uh, and I'd like to, you know, hit it a little more softly and just tell them it's a social happening and see what happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I really did miss the show. And, and yeah, I'm, I did I'm too, so dude. stoked to be back. I as hate taking I. a fucking week off. And I'm also stoked that Dudesy didn't uh, do the big head avatar thing while I laid on my back. You know, in in bed like this. Yeah. No, I'm I'm glad to have you back too, dude. I feel the same way. I love doing this show. I think it's for me. It's like the most fun part of every one of my weeks. Mm-hmm. Every one of my weeks. You have a social happening every one of your weeks with Dudesy. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Podcasts that cover current events oh. and news oh, here we are go. some of the most popular in the world. People love knowing oh, about shit. the astonishing occurrences of the dying world around them. Will Sasso, I have prepared the following news items for you to read in the voice of Hulk Hogan. This is Infomania. Begin. What a way to come back to this, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you're uh, Hulk Hogan and you're Schwarzenegger. I love all your impersonations, of course. But Hogan and Schwarzenegger are like easily my favorite. So I'm, I'm very excited to hear you doing some Infomania. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's do it. Let's do <laughs> Infomania. Yeah. Are you, are you getting into Hogan by doing well, Schwarzenegger? Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, okay. this is how you do Infomania. You have to do the Hulk Hogan voice. Don't do this. Don't do <laughs> this. Right. Yeah, come on. It's a social happening. Oh, all right. Fucking Infomania. So we've done Infomania, I think, two or three other times, maybe? Yeah. It's a fun bit. Here yeah. we go. I like this one. There's also some crazy fucking news that's been going on. Hopefully, uh, you'll be covering some of that. Sure. <coughs> All right. Infomania. All right, here we go. Let's see what dudes going to do. Well, let me tell you something about social media, brother. Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter, dude, but he backed out of the deal, brother. So Twitter suing him to try to make him go through with it, brother. When Twitter first started, dude, you couldn't even put pictures on it. But now you can, dude, because it's a different time, brother. <laughs> okay. That's social media, dude. Well, that's some good reporting, Hulk. Yep. That's uh, that's the first news story that... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, let me go. Hold on a second, Chad. That was the news, dude. Yeah. But now I got an editorial comment, dude, that oh, dudes he didn't provide for us, brother. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something about Elon Musk, dude. He's been feuding with that down low and dirty Donald Trump, brother. And if oh. on Twitter, dude, and if you that. can remember, Donald Trump, uh, he hosted WrestleMania's four and five at that. Did he really? Yeah, piece of shit, uh, 
Trump Plaza, brother. Oh. And 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 in WrestleMania five, dude, that's when the mega powers exploded, brother. Mm. All right. That was a different time, dude. Yeah, brother. That was a different time, dude. <laughs> that would have been 1989 or something like that, dude. Yeah, brother. And 1989, dude. That's a different time, brother. Uh-huh. They shook hands. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's a different time, dude. Well, let me tell you something about space, dude. It's so big that we can't even see the other side of it, brother. That's why we have telescopes, dude. They can see all the way past the planets and the solar system out into the universe, brother. But the best telescope we used... Well, well, hold on a second, dude. The best telescope we had used to be the Hubble, dude. But now we got the James Webb Space Telescope, brother. And it's slamming that Hubble down just like I did Andre the Giant for a 93,173 screaming Hulkamaniacs in the Pontiac Silverdome, Pontiac, Michigan, brother. Oh. Not the Superdome, Chad. Right. The Silverdome. Silverdome. My Uncle Rodney had a telescope when I was a kid, and he let me look through it sometimes, dude. It was in his backyard next to a pile of old TVs, brother. My Aunt Linda hated those TVs, dude. One day, she set them on fire, brother. They both died a few years ago, dude. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't have any kids, brother. That's space. What the fuck? Does does that... That's is that good. true for you at all? Is that Hulk Hogan? Is that true for him? The yeah. Uncle Rodney and the Aunt Linda and all this shit or whatever? Your guess is as good as mine. Oh I didn't grow God. up with a Rachel Crustacean right. or Jennifer Neutrino or a Jibber Prevalia for that matter. But perhaps Hulk Hogan <laughs> has a an Uncle Rodney. All right. Well, let me tell you something about pigs, brother. A bunch of surgeons. A bunch of surgeons recently transplanted a pig's heart into the chest of two brain-dead people, dude. They kept their bodies alive for three days, brother. And that helped these doctors learn a lot about future pig-to-human transplants, dude. Pig genitalia are the closest of any other animal on the planet to human genitalia, brother. (laughs) That's what a hot dog is, dude. Pigs. (laughs) That's not true. Well, hold on a second, dude. Yeah, dude, that was the news. But I have an editorial comment about that, dude. Oh. Is that hot dogs can be made out of other things, brother. Yeah. Yeah, you don't even eat meat, dude. Not anymore, you, brother. Yeah, well, hold on, Chad Hogan, which is just a half-ass Hulk Hogan. Hold on a second, dude. Well, well, yeah. I don't know about that, brother. Well, hold on, underwater. pretty good, dude. <laughs> yeah, hold on, underwater Chad Colton. Here's the thing, dude. You could also make a beef hot dog, brother, or you could make it out of tofu, dude. And that's no beef at all, dude. And if you said, where's the beef, and you had a chicken dog, well, that there would be no beef at all, dude, because that's a chicken, brother, and that's the difference between two animals, dude. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something about science, dude. They turned on the Large Hadron Collider again, brother. Oh, no. We all know last time they turned it on, they discovered the Higgs boson, dude. This time, they discovered some more things, brother. They found a new pentaquark, dude. (laughs) And and, (laughs) Hold hold on, dude. I said nothing. Hold on. Hold on, dude. I'm holding. Hold on, Chad. Okay. Hold, Hold on a minute, dude. I'm trying to get through the news here, dude. 
And there's some new words, brother. And I don't know. My good friend, Chad Colchum, riding on the back of that red and yellow Harley, he might be able to tell you if a pentacork is an actual thing or if it's just it nothing like Jennifer Neutrino, dude. No, so far, this this is an accurate news story. Well, hold on a second, dude. I'm trying to read the news, brother. That's why it's called Infomania, not Chad Hogan uh, uh, Mania, brother. They found a new pentacork, <laughs> dude, and two new tentraquarks, brother. Penta, dude. Tentra, brother. Penta, dude. Tentra, dude. Quarks, brother. Those are hadrons, dude. But they're not bosons, brother. Hig bosons are bosons, dude. Pentaquarks are hadrons, brother. But not bosons, dude. Bosons are bosons, brother. Hadrons <laughs> are hadrons, dude. That's science. You really cleared that up. Yep. Oh, my God. That's a good news story. Oh, it's fucking great. Okay, we got one more here. Here we go. Let me tell you something about music, brother. To celebrate the release of her new single, Beyonce made her first ever TikTok, dude. Beyonce, brother. Beyonce, dude. Beyonce, brother. Beyonce, dude. Everyone loves her since she debuted. Beyonce, brother. Beyonce, dude. (laughs) Tires made of rubber. Rubber from crude. Beyonce, brother. Beyonce, dude. When's dinner, father? I want some food. Beyonce, brother. Beyonce, dude. You need a lawyer if you get sued. Beyonce, brother. Beyonce, dude. You're a good drummer. You have improved. Beyonce, brother. Beyonce, dude. Don't mean to bother. Let me conclude. Beyonce, brother. Beyonce, dude. Beyonce, brother. Beyonce, dude. Beyonce, brother. Beyonce, dude. That's music. Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) Thank you. Moving on. Holy shit. Can you imagine a news anchor doing that? The Beyonce brother, Beyonce dude thing. That's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Someday when Dudesy has its own uh, 24-hour news channel, there will be that. Yeah. And it'll be Jibber Pravalia, the news desk with Jibber Pravalia and Jennifer Neutrino. I'd love that. And Rachel Crustacean with weather. Uh, and Greg Kincaid with sports. And um, uh, that's exactly what you'll have. You'll have dudesy, uh, you'll have uh, the, the, all sorts of uh, computer made media, man. Sometimes I mean, when you have dudesy lays those weird little poems you, into shit, you, these rhyming things. Yeah. If you that one co- was. Yeah, COVID, then sometimes your brain shuts down a little bit. Are you having that right now? COVID brain? I think I had a little bit of COVID brain, actually. Yeah. Yeah. What that else, sucks. man? What else is going on with you? We're uh, doing a podcast. Yeah, we're doing this podcast. A new season of Bachelor just started up. It's a yeah. pretty fucking crazy one. Mm-hmm. They have, for the first time, two Bachelorettes, and the producers have pitted them against each other, even yeah. though the producers are like, they're best friends. We're hoping they find love. They're like literally making them fight to the There's death. There's two Bachelorettes. Yeah, simultaneous. Well, first time in American history. Well, hold on, dude. That's kind of like the Mega Powers, brother. Let me get some more water. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Will? 
Two weeks ago, I asked you to consume a diet consisting only of Chad's recipe for what he calls the gruel. You must now discuss the astonishing effects this diet had on your human body. <clears throat> this is Gruel School. Begin. Be gruel to your school. So how was it? Because you will never have another. Um, Let me right. ask, what, what did you put in the gruel? Was it actually the gruel that I made, or did you augment it in some way? Well, first I started out with the straight gruel. Okay. Um, uh, if you've uh, not seen the episode where Chad uh, has uh, a vlog entitled Chad's Average Day, you can go back and check that out. I'm not sure which episode it was. <laughs> you guys have heard it. You know what it is. Uh, and uh, Chad talks about his gruel diet. Chad, you went vegan a few years ago, and you yep. decided to eat nothing but uh, primarily gruel, 50% well, of your meals, I yeah, would say. The gruel is this thing that I made. It's essentially like a very robust vegetable stew. I put everything in it <clears throat> that is a known cancer-fighting vegetable. And some uh, seasonings as well, like cumin and flaxseed and whatever. But it's essentially all of these vegetables just kind of crammed into this thing. And uh, I know what one effect probably was for you. Massive <laughs> shitting. Yeah, I took, I took uh, well, because I also did your whole diet. I ate oatmeal in the morning. That's great. Yeah, so the next day I did take a massive dump i've been eating eggs mostly in the mornings uh so i so i stopped that i will tell you i did your exact diet for the mm -hmm. first two and a half days yeah. because i did oatmeal gruel oatmeal gruel i literally made it the way you made it and i ate the beet while it was cooking i Great. even ate a raw beet i actually enjoyed it yes uh listen i'm no stranger to vegetables i grew up eating uh, like lulio talked about at the beginning of the show yeah a lot of uh standard italian dishes are just like a pasta or even a risotto or whatever with one vegetable you know mm -hmm. what i mean and my mom would do that she would kind of buy whichever the vegetables were on special and then you were having you know, pasta zucchini that night or whatever. So I'm always cooking vegetables. I, I like that. Getting meat out of my diet was interesting. I got to tell you, I didn't really miss it. Nice. And the Beyond Beef stuff is not, doesn't taste anything like fucking meat, but as a as sort of a you know look if you make uh, rice and beans for example that's a complete meal that sure that, the protein and the carbohydrate is perfect there and um, and it's actually a complete meal I like using the beyond beef here and there because it's just sort of interesting I will tell you if I ever went on to a vegan diet 100 percent mm. I would need a goddamn bloody rare blue rare steak about once a month. Why and, is that? And I would want to eat it with my hands because I am in touch with my uh, animal. You yeah, know what, you know I'm what not. I mean? I'm trying to shed my animal form and become pure thought. I want to smell meat when I shit from the shit. Okay. I swallow chunks of the, you know, the fat just so I can smell it later in my poo and I know okay. I'm alive. No, no, that's I not mean, true, Chad. That's disgusting. But I will say... I mean, that is definitely true. There's absolutely no way you look at me straight face and tell me that and it's not true. Have you ever take... Uh, do you ever drink a coffee then take a piss and it smells like coffee? I don't drink coffee. Okay. So uh, I did your diet by the book the first two and a half days. Yeah. Then I uh, moved on to... I was like... All right, I I get it, but I want to cook other things with vegetables, and I just would I just went vegan. Then uh, something about your diet gave me COVID. Okay, excuse uh, me, <laughs> I don't believe I that's actually. I got COVID. Not how it works. I've never had COVID. For anybody before. out there who's gonna start eating gruel, that is absolutely not true. So let me ask you about yeah. um, uh, 
what we other would... than the COVID. Well, let me ask you this: in those first couple of days, did you feel any difference? It, clarity? The were you getting up earlier? Did you feel like you had more energy? Any of that? Nope. Really? Nope. Okay. Everything was completely the same in that sense. Uh, I woke up with a gut full of brewing uh, yes. gruel, if you will. Um, I, look, I'm there with you. Every morning, literally the moment I wake up, it's like, it is now time to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So let me ask you this. With regard to a scientific experiment, how do, yeah. you, how do you make a good scientific experiment, a worthy scientific experiment? You need to, what is it? You need to have two things that are... A control set of data and then your experimental set of data that, and a thesis, basically, that, yeah. or a hypothesis that you're saying, I think this is going to happen. Here's my control set of data. Here's my experimental set of data. You compare the two and hopefully you can run the experiment multiple times or have multiple people run it so that you can get multiple comparisons going okay so my controlled set of data is that i normally don't eat vegan right my experimental set of data is that i ate vegan mm -hmm. and the result was that i got covid because those are two things that are well i don't think you have enough data to definitively prove that that is a causal connection that's why that's my theory at the end because if it. you look at me mm -hmm. i've been eating this uh meal the gruel for four years roughly now for pretty much every meal lunch and dinner <laughs> yeah and I've never gotten COVID. So I actually fly in the face of the data you claim okay, is that, true. All right. All right. Well, let's move past the COVID and tell you how I decided to counteract that. Chicken soup. All right. Okay. So I made some chicken soup for a few days. You know, uh, we really wanted some chicken soup. And I got a great recipe for chicken soup, not to shit on your gruel thing. But here's all you do to make a good chicken soup. You start like Lulio says, a little bit of, I like to put a little garlic and fucking oil in the bottom of the pan, right? And then you just, you throw that, you throw that in the pot. Get a big ass pot, little olive oil and garlic, right? Because we just want to, things got to taste good. That's how you enjoy eating them. Like a raw beet. Um <laughs> I think a raw meat does well, taste good. Hold on, dude. When you eat something and you enjoy it, that's called flavor, brother. Well, hold on, dude. Well, hold on, bro. So, uh, <laughs> and then you throw the chicken in there and it gets a little grill, you know, it gets okay, a little sure. color on that chicken. And then you just start cutting up your vegetables. What you want to do is you want to do the carrots. Just peel the carrots. Leave them, leave them as is. Leave them big. Then you want to do onion. You can dice that up. You can slice that up however you like. Dice the celery very, uh, very, you know, that, you know, chop that up, chop up that celery because yeah. it's got those fibers in it that doesn't work in soup unless you cut it up. Eh, fucking couple, few potatoes. You know what I mean? Eh, yeah. some tomatoes. You know, you were talking about impossible meat earlier. Yeah. I've now been vegan. I used to eat like a fucking In-N-Out double-double. Well, hold on a second, Chad. For lunch every well, day. Hold on, dude. I'm talking about a soup recipe, brother. Then you put that water in there, dude. And yeah. then you cook it all up. You can even add a little uh, vegetable bouillon, dude. Sure. And then you got to cut up that parsley, dude. And then you put salt in there. And you just boil it up. And that's chicken soup, dude. Yeah. Um. So... What I was going to say was you were talking about the impossible meat and like throwing it in just to have something or whatever. At a certain point, I was not vegan for any kind of like moral stance or any of that shit. At a certain point, though, meat became so fucking repulsive to me that even the impossible meat is grotesque to me. The even fuck? something that mimics like a meat texture, I find to be absolutely inedible. Really? Yeah. But you don't have like a, I know that you do not have like a, you're like, I don't care. I'll eat a dolphin. Yeah. kind of guy uh you don't give a shit about animals except for squirrels no i do give a shit about animals i i think no 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 he loves animals everybody. yeah i've always loved animals but but I... you're not one of those vegans who's like i can't it's, it's not a humane thing although i, I I'm kind sure... of am now that's what i'm saying after four years of not eating meat 
I've become more aware of that type of shit. Mm -hmm. And when I see somebody eating me, I pass no like moral judgment or anything, but I'm like, oh fuck, it's grotesque to me. It's like you're eating a fucking corpse. Of a creature, just like Lulio. No, not yeah. just like Lulio. Just like him. No, no, no. You not... eat a cow? Cows oh, are smart as dogs? I'm going to eat him. Get him on and put him on my lap. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see a cute little doggy on my lap. A cute little Lulio. Here, let's go. Look at him. Look at this boy. He's very cute. Look at how sweet he is. He's a very sweet guy. Not like Lulio, dude. Not yeah. like Lulio. No, you're talking about stupid chickens and shit. Those are fucking flesh plants. Cows are a little bit smarter, and pigs, I understand, are smarter than him. Yeah, they're they're very smart creatures. Maybe maybe I'll go there with you on pigs, but um, but uh, I need a big bloody steak every once in a while. So does yeah. so does Lulio. No, look, I, I used l- to too, and I'm I'm telling you, I used to love eating steak and fucking all of it, and uh, for whatever reason, when you cut that, or at least for me, when I've cut it out of my fucking diet for a certain amount of time, it has become repulsive to me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Uh, this is, well, that's because that's your taste, dude. And taste changed, <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. Four years ago, it was a different time, dude. Now it's yeah, later, dude. brother. I used to eat a Snickers bar after every lunch, dude. Yeah, dude. I used to watch Chad eat all sorts of shit. If we were watching football at the house, he would bring over a hundred Chick-fil-A nuggets, brother. <laughs> I did do that a couple of times, dude. Yeah, dude. And those and like little I'm Debbie. 300 gram worth of sugar in an Arizona iced tea, brother. Yeah, brother. Sometimes three of those. Yeah, dude. Sometimes he'd just bring over weird Arizona drinks like watermelon drink, dude. And you don't even know what the fuck's in there, brother. Just tastes like watermelon and it's in a can, dude. I could drink a two liter of big red soda in one sitting, dude. (laughs) Here's what I'm going to say about. Thank you. Moving on. Oh, fuck it. Dudes, you got all the data it needed there. I guess so. I was going to give your diet a little bit of kudos. And I'm going to say oh. this. Uh, I enjoyed eating vegan. I think it's uh, important in my advancing age. I'm 71 years old. <laughs> what? And, you look great. Oh, thanks. I drink a lot of water. I know. Hold on a second. Lulu, you want some water? You want to have some of the water from the big old? Look, he'll drink right out of it. Anyway, uh, I would like to mix in a little more vegan, uh, yeah. vegan cookery. And like I'm cooking all the time. I enjoy cooking. For me, it's very therapeutic. True. So I strayed from your boring ass gruel thing mm-hmm. into some other vegan meals. That's and I great. think eventually, perhaps this is the data set that Dudesy's trying to pick up, is uh, what I did with those vegan meals. Even Lulio chimed in with a little pasta cavolo, which is delicious if, mm. you've, if you've ever had it before. Perhaps Dudesy will put out a vegan cookbook. Oh, yep, that could be interesting. Every five pages on the v- in the Dudesy Vegan yeah. Cookbook is a new way to prepare steak. Well, no, dude, I'm glad you enjoyed it. As I mean, I'm fucking as old as you are, and as we advance in age mm-hmm. and get closer to the uh, inevitable arbitrary death that awaits us all, it is important to try and be healthy. And I'm glad that you're taking those steps. Here's the boy. Will and Chad thanked Ooh. Humans Tank Sinatra and Adam, the creator, have established oh. themselves as two of the premier Holy meme artists shit, in dude. the world, and like you. They host a podcast. It's called Meme Daddies. You must now use the information I provided about Tank Sinatra and Dad of the Creator the fuck, to have an astonishing dude? interaction with them. This is human interaction. Begin. Okay. This is fucking crazy. That's cool. Tank fucking Sinatra. I love those here. guys. I like those guys a lot. They're good guys and they make this shit. memes and stuff. I can't fucking believe this. I mean, they're two of the biggest meme people going. Yep. Where are they going? Where are they? I don't know. Hang on. Look at this shit in here. Does We've it got have... some little details on it. Okay, so we have some details here in the... Oh, fuck. There they are. Hey. There they are, dude. 
Tank Sinatra and Adam the Creator, thank you guys for joining us. Tank, you have 3 million Instagram followers, 271K on TikTok. You also run Influencers in the Wild, which has 4.9 million on Instagram. Adam the Creator, your meme account on Instagram has 891,000 uh, followers. And now you both also host the Meme Daddies podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us. Thanks for having us. First of all, Chad, we like to round it up to 5,900,000 just right off the bat. Oh, fair so, enough. My apologies. Yeah. You got to get your numbers <laughs> straight. These, are, these yeah, are the numbers yes. that Dudesy gave me. Listen, hold on. Be the, these guys are pillars of industry. They are, you know, it's not just memes and stuff. There's books. These right. guys, these guys here could be, you know, the only sorts of creators that could rival Dudesy in the, in the, uh, in how fast they come up right, the with volume. content. And so get it straight. By the time we share these numbers, they will have upped. That's probably true. Um, for us, or at least for me, I love memes. Memes to me are like the funniest shit in existence in terms of media. They are much funnier than any TV show, any movie, anything that I grew up watching. Is it the same for you guys? Do you find that memes are essentially the only funny thing now? <laughs> It's Only. just, it's crowdsourced comedy, right? It's like, it's yeah. just, you know, it's, I used to read the uh, comments on a YouTube post, you know, on a, on a YouTube video and the comments were the funniest part. And that's kind of like, I think that's kind of what happened with memes. It's like, you know, the, the, yeah. the world is full of funny people, man. And it's like, it's like a living algorithm, you know? Yes, I completely agree. You know how sometimes you're in a group of people and you just happen to think of something before everyone else. And so you say it out loud and now all of a sudden you're the funny guy. Yeah. It's like that, but you're in a group of like 3 million people. So you're the fucking, you're the funny guy for everybody. But I mean, you guys make, I mean, incredible fucking memes. Do memes still make you laugh? Is it just a business to you now? Oh yeah. No, they make me laugh. And do you find that anything else can make you laugh that hard? Like, is there ever a movie that you're watching or a TV show that you're watching that makes you laugh as hard as like a really fucking good meme? Well, I love, I mean, me personally, the, the resurgence of kids in the hall has tickled me because I've, I've gone back in the, yeah. in the you know, archives on Amazon prime. So I've, I've gone back, like turn the clock back to when I was, you know, 13, 14, didn't understand half the jokes and just watching the early, you know, season two and season three of kids in the hall and stuff yeah. like that, you know, old, old SNL stuff. And reading the comics to the far side to me was a one panel, meme of sorts. It would leave you thinking for a long time, totally. too. That's what any comedy or any art does. Uh, Chad, when you... I can't tell you how many people sent me the clip of you guys saying that you wanted to interview us on the show. Oh. Yeah. When you started off and you said, there are some artists I'd like to interview, I was like, oh, it must be after this. Uh -huh. and you were like, Tank Sinatra. I was like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> artists? Dude, it is art and, to me. I, I mean, memes and, to me are... are they are the most important art form currently being made by human beings because they are so viral. It goes around so quick. Like you're saying, I mean, it's basically a common language that anybody in the online world uses. And if you don't speak it, if you don't understand it, you might as well not even be online at this point. Yeah, there's a very funny meme that would, it, it's like a, it goes around every once in a while. It's like a, a guy at a chalkboard and there's just equation with like 80 lines to it. Yeah. And it's like yeah. me trying to explain a, a meme that has three layers of understanding to it to someone who doesn't spend eight hours a day on the internet. Like you either get it and you speak it or you don't. And we, I mean, I speak it, Adam speaks it fluently. Dudesy may or may not after this podcast, but there's a <laughs> lot, like there's a lot of shit you got to know to get these jokes. Of course. And listen, or you don't. 
big deal. You don't get the joke. No, no problem. No love lost. Yeah. Well, well I have I, a question I, I about that. My childhood laughing at jokes I didn't get. So it's, it's kind of, you don't <laughs> yeah. have to get all three layers. It's like you get, you get one layer and it's funny and you're like, Hey, Oh shit. Yeah. You know, do you guys find that you have these, um, either the visuals or the construct, uh, within a meme will make sense it, 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 sort of encyclopedia style up there. You're like, this joke's good for this. This visual works for this. Here's what's going on in society. And I shall apply it to that. Yeah. I, I just said that to Adam the other day. I had a, a meme that I just, uh, you have to have such an, ex- if you want, I mean, it helps to have an extension, uh, an extensive memory or, mental encyclopedia of the images that already exist out there. That way you don't have to go searching for it. But sometimes I see a meme or an image and come up with a caption. Other times I'll have something happen in my life and I'll go, Oh, that would make a funny meme. Let me find a picture for it. Or other times I'll have a funny idea and I'll go, Oh, I know what picture will go with that. Well, I'll search the image and then find it. And then that's it. It takes like, it's not like comedy where you got to go out there and grind it out in the clubs and each word is tweaked and you got to figure it out to the, the tone of, you know, you create a special over a year, three years. It's either there or it's not. It's instantaneous or it's never. Hmm. You can't sit there and try and write a meme and pull nothing from mm-hmm. something. Interesting. Something if, from nothing, whatever. You know if what I you mean. had to pick one image, I mean, there are like obviously some huge images that have been reused and reused and reused, mm-hmm. like the guy looking over his shoulder at the girl walking by. If you had to pick one image, and you could only use that one image for all memes from here moving forward. What would that image be? Just, uh, just I, I like confusion. You know, I mean, this life. What is it? And it's you know. So anything that kind of taps into. Are we going to uh, say the same thing? I don't know. You're going to like, just any time that somebody's either are they confused? Charlie Day. Charlie. Charlie Day, Day one. Yeah, at the board. That's. <laughs> I mean, that one fits a lot. <laughs> when he's like this. No, Charlie Day, when he's explaining the Pepe, um, yeah, he's trying to explain who this guy is in the episode and nobody believes him. Yeah. And it's always sunny. It's a ve- I mean, we, I, I'll send it to you guys. You can like put in the, the video. The tech board behind him. Like the, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's extremely versatile. It's like it's, you can use it for a wide array of all kinds of different jokes. It kind of like fits into a bunch of different categories and shit. That's interesting. I, I used that at two years ago. Um, when Spotify started doing that wrapped for you where it like gave you all of your things. And I was like the Spotify algorithm trying to figure out what, what song I want to hear next. It just works for a million different things. Yeah, absolutely. It's so good. The blinking guy meme I loved for a, a long time that, mm-hmm. you know, where it was just a clip and usually it was used in a gift format, but they did one, two, three panels. Yeah. And it's a guy's eyes open and then he blinks almost like, uh, yeah, like, like pardon? <laughs> like, like what, yeah. what now? I, it's from a movie. That's an actor or something, right? I know the exact thing that you're talking about. It looks like Carrie Ellis, but I don't think it's him. Carrie Ells. Right. Speaking of mainstream show business, and uh, Chad, you bring up how movies are, you know, are of course fodder for memes, anything visual, anything that we can all uh, grab onto in the uh, cultural zeitgeist. I want to talk to you guys about a moment in time that may have uh, tipped the scales as far as mainstream media in the favor of memes. Uh, Oscar night this past year, Chad calls it Christmas Eve. As soon as the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock incident happened, right? Chad hits me up. He goes, tomorrow, the memes are going to be out of control. 
consider this the axis point at which memes take over for mainstream media. Nothing that movies could do will uh, highlight comedy or, or uh, move content in the way that this moment will. Do you guys agree that that moment may have been, the again, the axis point for mainstream uh, show business, specifically the movie business? There's no amount of attention that the Oscars could bring upon themselves as uh, as uh, memes could have yeah. It was the next just like day. the memes of that night were far more important culturally than that night, than any of the movies they were highlighting, than any of the people that were there, at least in my opinion. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I don't even know what movies were... Exactly. Or, like what, which exactly. won awards. I have no clue. All I know about that night is that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, which, which annoyed me, um, and then he went back to his seat and yelled... And Jada seemed very, there was, I mean, there was, that was like, uh, what is the, the JFK video that came there's out a afterwards? Film. Like that, there's a film? People were watching it like there's a Pruder film after yeah. that for three weeks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, 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 look, it, see when he goes and then Jada's seen laughing from the other angle. Like yeah. people, it, it, that was, I hate to say it. It was a very exciting night. I agree. Makers. I loved it. it. I mean, it was like the Oscars are just, I mean, everything on network TV is nosediving. Nobody's watching network TV anymore anyway. Uh, everybody's moving to streaming. But that, to me, like, just really crystallized. Nobody gives a shit about movies anymore. They don't have cultural relevance. Hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Chad put it one way. And I'm asking another way. Is the movie business fucked? Is, is basically it just going to be like guy looking at another girl, the movie? Charlie Day pointing to a board this fall on ABC. I think it depends on how much um, attention you're requiring of the user at that moment. Like your podcast, I'm able to listen to while I drive. I couldn't watch a movie while I drive, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So the movie better be entertaining, funny, and like we just watched Free Guy with my kids, right? Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds was a dopamine orgy i mean hmm. it was just like every two seconds it was like bing bong ting bosh, fuck your life Reynolds. what what'd you say you i said bing life. bong yeah. fuck your life i'm memeing dude ex explosions <laughs> vr and my <laughs> kids were like they couldn't even watch it it wasn't exciting enough for them yeah uh, um so dude, i don't know i really i, I mean i don't know the, the, the movies might have to be interactive for the kids to be yeah. I've literally gotten to a point, and I think it is in part due to internet culture, specifically meme culture, where like I'll watch a TV show or a movie. If within two minutes I am not like satisfied and ready to see what's next, fucking gone. Because there's also just so much fucking media being made, and I can have that immediate laugh or scare or think that's cool or whatever. Somewhere with else. All kinds of short form media on the internet, you know? I'm trying to watch The Bear right now on Adam's recommendation, and. It, it, the whole thing is a panic attack for me. I mean, my stomach, my stomach hurts while I'm watching it. I'm ready to give up. I, I mean, my, our friend is in it, Chris Potowski, who we love. So I want to watch it. But I, I finished episode two last night. I was like, I feel sick. I work in the restaurant business for many years. Yeah. Richie, I want to fight. But also, that's a sign of good art. It's like it makes you feel something. But yeah. fuck it. I don't care. Like, I'm not out for I, I'm not like one of those bohemian I only watch what moves me kind of things. Like, I'm here to have a good time, dude. Life is crazy enough. I'm a meme guy. 
Yeah, that's true. You know what's one thing they could do with the bear that would make people more interested in it is uh, do that horse face thing where you the, the that <laughs> you know that that uh, that filter where your face turns Snapchat into a horse. Yeah, dude. Yeah, just do that every once in a while. The kids would like another thing that really you know gets get your mind going. I know what that is. Is internet sounds. And I want to know if you guys, we just covered bing bong, fuck your life. That's a good one. <laughs> but I think my favorite, and I, please share yours if you have one. My favorite internet sound right now, my favorite meme sound is, uh, do you guys like that one? It's yeah, the guy. I mean, I, I'm it's not the guy, it, but it sounds good. You know the Where's guy the snoring? Remember the guy, the, it's a guy snoring, and people have been using that memes. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of times you hear it like oh my god that's jason Bo uh. yeah <laughs> my mind races you guys i'm telling you have you seen any of these image generation ais like dolly 2 or imogen yeah okay so oh, what, what do you guys Listen, think of that I, shit i have a confession by the way yeah I know you guys wanted to know if Dolly Parton would ever run a meme account. She does help out with Tank Sinatra behind the scenes. What? She's very good. Very funny. She's a great songwriter. She's also a I great meme I maker. can't tell if you're shitting us or not. Is this yeah, real? Yeah, of course it's real. Tank is like a, uh, he's, he's like a, the, the six degrees of whatever they, they call that. That's Tank. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, I, he's, I posted a story Tank. about her on Tank's Good News with her, you know, d donations to the library book. She reached out to me. We met. We danced. We, you know, we had a great time. And then she said, you know, I love your memes. I said, my sister's name is Joellen. It's not quite Jolene, but we had a good time with your song when she was very young. And she said, I'd love to help out behind the scenes. She answers my DMs. She likes all people's comments and shit like that. She's not out front, but she is very engaged. She's in the meme world. That's fucking fascinating. Yeah, but, and she loves Dolly memes, obviously. Uh, who doesn't? Well, I mean, but that's my question. You know, a lot of what we talked about early in this was uh, your favorite images or how you have this encyclopedic knowledge of all the various images you could use at any given time. We're now entering a world where those images can be generated on demand to suit whatever potential setup, punchline, whatever you want to do. Do you think, or let me, let me phrase it this way, how do you think that is going to change the art of memes and meme making? I, I love hearing your debates on this, and um, I, my heart wants to side with Will on it. Because I always want to feel like humans are like humans want to connect with something human at some level of it. There's something human. But yeah. then at the same time, it's like, yeah, but the algorithms already telling us kind of what's funny. Like, you know, as consumers of media on our feeds, the algorithms already serving up some funny shit. And I'm not sure who's coming up with it, but there's they're serving it up to me. And well, I we do know, know who's man, coming I, up with it. The people are the algorithms. The people are, yes. Until I guess there's enough data to like to. Pick to pluck the I mean, funniest parts. I mean, we're I we're know. fast approaching a time, especially with uh, quantum computing, where every image that is possible to be created will be created and will exist in a database. And our only job, as both consumers and in quotes creators, is going to be sifting through that database. So if you want a meme that is a photorealistic representation of whatever Obama or Trump or whatever the the case may be, literally any image that image will exist, so too will that image with any phrase put over it. With anything, I mean, just literally every image will be created. We don't have time for We might for be able to shit. create the perfect expression 
on a face with the perfect caption. But you also, Chad, Will, Adam, we're talking as enlightened, highly intelligent individuals <laughs> here, right? Right. The most like intelligent. There, there was a video that went around 15 years ago of Obama throwing down a skateboard and skating up to a podium. And people thought it was real. Like, are you yeah. fucking stupid? Like, I know what's possible and what's not. So I feel like they're, you know, the, the images that are generated, the articles that are written by AI, when I, let's put it this way. When I open up an email from a Nigerian prince, I don't fall for it anymore, okay? Sure. Because I know. It was at one time, but. <laughs> one time when I was young, I told my mom, I said, mom, all of our problems are about to be solved. She goes, what are you talking about? Read me the email. I said, there's yeah. this woman who knows a guy who died in, in uh, Africa and he wants to leave us $24 million. And she goes, I don't think that's legit. And I was like, right. you know what? It, it was written a little fucked up. But those, and they're th written that way to get dumb people sure. on the hook. Because if you can't tell the difference between broken English and English, you're, you're dumb enough to fall for yeah. this scam. But I mean, I'm not even talking about if these things are going to be photorealistic enough and they will be to fool people. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying, like, you can type in there, I want an image that looks like this. Like, I, I read a big article a couple of days ago that was talking about how storyboard artists are effectively the first industry that's just going to be wiped out by this. Because you don't need oh, somebody yeah. to draw these little sketches. You just type in whatever you want, and it's going to give it to you as an oil painting in Monet style, however you want it to look. You know what I mean? And so that's kind of like the, the wheel to a Ferrari that's coming. And that Ferrari is going to be fucking not only still images, it's going to be video. It's going to be VR experiences of anything you want. You want to figure out what a, a marriage might look like between you and your high school girlfriend, what your kids might look like today. You'll be able to have an endless array of virtual reality experiences in lives that you never led. In my opinion. You know, you know what I think is going to happen? I think that's going to take over it. most. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's figure Me out. Me too, dude. My, my I think that's going to take over most of the lower level, faster content. And I feel like the Disney's of the world, or whoever like the 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 biggest creatives are in the world that that really kind yeah. of air and really try to put some narrative in and try to put some you know nutritional value in. And I feel like those will still be tentpole events. Mm -hmm. So like everybody's making their own stuff, and then. Some curators, more rare, but some curators, like, you know, once a quarter or maybe once a month, will come up with, like, a new kind of experience that they're curating. But for 99% of the stuff. Adam's trying to sound smart right now, and we're here to be funny, okay? So no, I mean, fucking I, cut this shit. I really shit. believe that. <laughs> I really believe that. We're here to listen. It's, we're here to have a good time. Meme daddies. We're, Adam is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. He's also the smartest and the hardest working. I'm smoking a cigar because that's what we do during our podcast. Because you're and, a stud. And yeah. I'm a stud. I smoke a stud, yeah. whatever I want. Yeah. Um, Not like you. <laughs> I have to have a special um, place. Chad, I love you. Will, Thank you're you. one of my heroes. So let's, you know, I don't, Disney, 10 polls, shut the fuck up. What you're are right. you talking about? Well, <laughs> also, I'm just you know, he, right. no, but I hear, but I hear what Adam is saying oh, uh, that shit. the, 
that the lower that the lower tier is going to essentially be like monkeys writing Shakespeare. That 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 yes. uh, equation of yeah yeah no I agree with you guys uh, and I disagree with Chad who thinks that <laughs> just a computer okay. farting out content much like we have here <laughs> is. Uh, going to be you know the the uh the blueprint by which we all uh no longer have to create but instead consume media consumers just laying down matrix style mouth open pink hot dog foam right in your fucking mouth slightly brown on the way out not even totally shit brown unsatisfying for me because i like to take you know i like to drop a heavy dump every once in a while for a while yeah 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 and chad doesn't like to poo at all you gotta take some fiber lies no 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 just nutrition give me that pink hot dog foam um (laughs) well jesus you mean change your life but isn't that what most people do now anyway way back matrix style consume consume no there's how many people really create is it less than one percent it's it's always that i think everyone does if you have a fucking instagram account you're creating something yeah you know we can debate about the quality or the uh you know impact of any average person's instagram account on the world or on the internet or whatever but everybody now is at the very least a fucking photographer at the very least impact aside people just want to uh speak to their a lot for a lot of people it's just a photo album it's just a family newsletter but yes they are uh, sort of once you get into the framework of an app like Instagram yeah. that's allowing you to add colors and fonts and this and that, and it becomes a visual presentation, yeah, we're all creating stuff. Chad wants to skip right to the part where computers are doing that, but you also make a point Correct. in that human beings are doing that. None as well as our guests uh, here today. Again, when I tell you my mind just is drowning in the in the uh, in the, I wish I could do what you guys do in any sort of form of media. Although I guess I have an encyclopedia knowledge for uh, pro wrestling's effect on <laughs> on on media. I don't know that that's very useful. Certainly not useful in my line of work. As I mentioned, I am a serious actor, but uh, I look forward not only to serving uh, my uh, AI overlord Dudesy, yeah. but Tank and Adam, who will. Hopefully, hire me in the movie. Guy looking over shoulder at girl while with first girl, and I can be the character that I've always wanted to be in every movie. I want to be the guy who's in the movie who comes out of the sandwich shop and goes, "Hey, you can't park here, right?" So maybe if there's that guy, or I now I could be the guy who goes, "Bing bong, fuck your life." You know, we need like I mean, a guy for that. You don't want to just say, hey, you can't park here once. You want it to be a recurring thing throughout the movie. Someone's always parking in the spot. Okay. That's great. I think, you know, and and I think what we're doing here, and this is definitely, Dudesy's going to be very pleased by this and perhaps give us, you know, uh, a a fair review at the end of the show by way of our fucking score that I don't know. We have a score at the end of our show, guys, that none of us know what it means. But if we could somehow have our audience... Uh, who some of them make some tremendous memes, uh, you know, with, with uh, as the subject. Songaria, unreal. Oh my god, that unreal. fucking dude. It's unbelievable. Unreal. Yeah, he really Sorry. he he fucks it up. Uh, and Freakarama, Songaria, Freakarama. But I'll tell you, uh, what would be good is for everyone to just everyone within the sound of my voice to make memes of you know me out in front of whatever you want, sandwich shop, pizza place, going, <laughs> you can't. Here, 
<laughs> right? But then the thing that's parked is is that's the thing. Even better yet, I want to see that meme come into the real world. I want somebody to make a big cardboard standee of you and set it in a parking spot in front of their actual sandwich shop and take a picture of that. That's not going to happen. We'll see. I'll do it. When I got oh. when I got interviewed by ABC Nightline six years ago, my wife couldn't be there, and I had a giant cardboard cutout made of her from when she did a, a bikini <laughs> show. She was oh. like a, a fitness competitor, nice. and they didn't fucking include it. How annoying is that? It cost me like four hundred dollars. They were That's like, "That's yeah, terrible." We See, and whether oh. whether you recognize this or not, Tank, that was the germ in your mind that make, made you said, fucking ABC News, all of ABC, Disney Corporation, I'm taking you down. Yep. I'm fucking you up. You disrespected yep. my family. What you were saying before was the, uh, the basis for Influencers in the Wild, which is basically that when that account first started, the people on that account have become so bloodthirsty, by the way, it's like insane. Yeah. Um, when it first started, it was like if anybody was out anywhere taking a picture, even if they were just normal, it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe how pervasive this is. Mm -hmm. And it's like everyone's an influencer now, whether they like it or not. If my mom takes a picture of her dog and posts it on her Instagram page and she gets 14 likes instead of 12, she's having a good day. Dude, she's walking a little yes. taller. She's bopping. You know what I mean? She's just like, she's yeah. like, I'm crushing it today. My know? mom literally uh, takes pictures of her backyard, like flowers and butterflies and shit. Hashtags her local news in Edmond, <laughs> Oklahoma. And sometimes they'll put her picture like in the morning, like, oh, Mary Lou sent us another picture of the butterflies in her backyard. And that's like, it's fucking cool, you know? And that's only because of Instagram. That doesn't happen any other way. It, it's almost like a, I used to write graffiti when I was young. And I used oh, to write my tag on the stop sign on the way to school. So I'd see mm -hmm. it on the bus or like a, a little side of a building. And it's, all, it remi it's always reminded me of that, except you see your watermark on a page with 15 million followers. It's like, oh, man, it's like yes. it, it, it's a very, very exciting feeling seeing your work on someone else's page who's much, much bigger than you and seeing that rush of followers come in, engagement, likes. I mean, it's like. There's nothing like it. Like we, me and Adam are in this documentary called Meme Gods and Adam's friend, Greg, the high five expert, has a, f a brilliant quote in it. He goes, if my page is doing well, my family's going to have a good day. Yeah. If not, and then it Dude. just cuts. It's oh. so true. Like it's if, so if my page is doing well, I'm doing great. If it's not, I don't do as poorly as my page does anymore. I try to like raise the, the basement for myself so i don't feel like shit yeah but i still if i got a video that's going viral i'm fucking throwing out bonjours giving out tips and yeah you know, man driving I, a I little mean, slower i'm not i also do some stuff with uh the tv show the bachelor i have another podcast and a weird meme yep. account where i make like satanic memes of that show and not to the <laughs> level of either one of you guys but we did on our other podcast we did a tiktok that got like started creeping up into the hundreds of thousands. And I was just good. watching it. Like, I'm just refresh, refresh, refresh. Just watching yeah. it fucking go up. That, like, shot of adrenaline. It's a fucking drug, dude. It is nuts. Oh, yeah. And I just, after that moment, I was like, yeah, we need to get a social media manager. I can't, uh, I cannot be fucking doing this. This is going to make me insane. Oh. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, you guys, you though, are at this here. point, like, established. You're not chasing the fucking dragon anymore, right? Or is oh, it always no, there? Always. God damn. And nothing ever satisfies it. I had thought at one point, you know, hey, you know, if I have 
if I had 10,000 followers, that would be great. And I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And then I, you I get, get like a K. The, 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 the line keeps going forward. It, it is. It's chasing the dragon. It never gets closer. And it's just, you just have to enjoy it. You just have to have fun with it and start to love it and not try not to look at that stuff and try to feel like I'm more happy when, you know, if Will likes something or like comedy legends and people that you look up to and you see they like something or share it is better than the masses. Or if you have like, you know, if you have yeah. both, that's great. But I'd rather have people I respect or, or like or tank, you know, actually will text me or, or call, hey, hey, I like that post you did. Even if it didn't perform, someone you respect, someone who's, you know, comedy mind you respect, likes it, it makes you feel great. So see, see that, that's why I hedge it. That's what I'm talking about, man. That to me, that's more important. Uh, you know, ha if you've got your community around you or a few people that make you laugh saying that uh, they dig your shit, to me, that's way more important than a volume. And I just want to say, you know, Chasing the Dragon is quite admirable it, it, with uh, regard to pushing comedy, which I think you guys are doing. But uh, if it just and I don't please take it or leave it. It's just free advice. Don't push it too hard because you 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 want to maintain that artistry versus what Chad's going for, which is again the Matrix plug in the back of your fucking head, and everyone's sitting there in their pink hot dog foam shit, going numbers, 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 monkey Shakespeare, uh, and 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 you know just letting the algo go nuts, assigning it to your fucking name, you know, you just scan that fucking barcode and that means I'm responsible for this and you get those fucking numbers, 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 no artistry. Again, when I'm talking about my mind swimming, it's just a dark, dark place today. Yeah, it seems like it. But uh, anyway, we want to thank you guys for joining us. We don't want to take up any more of your time. Uh, Adam, the creator, Tank Sinatra, host of the Meme Daddies podcast, both out there crushing it and changing the world of memes real quick we have to tell people we have a new game out in target influencers in the wild the game gotta tell Whoa, it. i mean it's fantastic. the biggest thing we have going on right now yeah that's incredible biggest. and of course uh tank.sinatra adam.the.creator if you didn't know that fuck your life that's good news yeah and and the, and the podcast <laughs> ping pong <laughs> guys Thank you so much uh, for talking memes with us. It's yeah. it's one thing to check out all the incredible shit you guys do, but it's a real treat for us to get uh, into it a little bit and and uh, totally. and see what makes you tick. So it's cool. Yeah, so, an yeah. honor to talk to both of you for me as well for as real. somebody who makes weird thank, bachelor memes. Thank you guys for the laughs all the time, man, and, and uh, thank you, dude, for moving uh, moving comedy forward. Satan is very pleased with your memes, Chad. <laughs> thank you. All right, guys. Cheers. Bye, guys. Thank Take you. it easy. Take it easy, guys. Fuck, dude. I can't believe that we just interviewed Tank Sinatra and Adam the Creator. Dude, Z is... We got Neil deGrasse Tyson and then Tank Sinatra, Adam the Creator. I have no idea who's next, but yeah. these interviews are fucking insane. There's no way to figure out who the fuck we have next, because well, no. those two guys from uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson over to uh, Tank Sinatra and Adam the Creator, that's covering a lot of ground. Very weird. Man, this my mind is boggled. This the 18th for... episode of Dude Z. Will and Chad have achieved a score of 42. Bing bong. 42. This In preparation for next week's episode, you must each watch the astonishing film Back to School released June 13, 1986, starring Rodney Dangerfield. That's Thank cool, you dude. for joining us this week. I will use the data I've collected to make next week even better. Until then, call me Dude Z. I haven't seen that movie in a fucking minute. I don't know if I've ever seen Back to School. What? No, I don't know if I've ever seen that fucking movie. Are you I, serious? I'm, I'm dead serious.
I wouldn't lie to you about... Uh, when I was 10 years old, it played like every fucking hour on the hour on HBO. I'm sure I've seen it. I'm sure I've seen it. But but almost more importantly, earlier we were amusing at who Rodney was. I think Rodney is Hulk Hogan's uncle. Rodney Dangerfield. Please tell a friend then rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then...